everybody to Word of Freedom Podcast. My name is Mary and this is my husband. Chris. Thank you for joining us. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. You know, you have to excuse us, ladies and gentlemen. This this is like the beginning of our winter season, and it has gone from like 70 degrees down to like 20 degrees here in the great northwest. We're both got a little bit of a mild head congestion going on, so our voices are probably not tip-top shape. Yeah. But with that, you know, we want to keep our content going. I know that last time we were a little late getting our podcast out, and that was the interview with our friends Glenn and Susan. Big shout out to Glenn and Susan Martin. We love you guys. Yes. Very much. We missed you on Jesus Fest. Yeah. That was another thing. I think being outside in the cold, um, like plus 40 degree weather for an entire day yeah. probably uh, didn't help my sinuses very much. I don't know about yours, but. I know they hit you pretty darn good there. Yeah. But you know what? We mm. persevered by faith. Amen. And that's just a beautiful segue in, into what I want to talk about. I was just going to say before we begin, can I pray? Yeah, absolutely. Father God, thank you so much for this wonderful time that we get to come together and hear your word, share your word with one another and everyone who tunes in. Lord, speak to us the way you do. You know each one of our hearts what we need to hear. Lord, as your word goes forward and your word is true, it's living, it's active. And I thank you, God, that as it comes forward through this podcast, Lord, that you will continue to keep your word anointed and do what you've declared for it to do, and that is to not return to your void. We praise your holy name today, tomorrow, and forevermore. Amen. Amen. So yeah, guys, I it, this is one of those times where I'm pretty sure this is going to be like uh, walking out your freedom after deliverance kind of thing. This could be two, three episodes. Yeah. I don't, I mean, we'll get done when we get done. Yeah. Right? God will see it through. This is one of the great things about this, guys, is you get to go along this journey with us. We don't have anything really scripted per se. We just we just want to explore through God's word. And I want to encourage our, our, our guests and our family and our friends out here in the podcast world, please let us know what you would like to hear us talk about. Eventually, what we're hoping to get is a live podcast where we can do kind of a Q&A but we really need your help to build the foundation for this podcast. We really need your guys' help to like this podcast, to subscribe to this podcast, and even more importantly, share this podcast with your friends and family. Yes. Right? Yeah. You, you said something there real quick that just kind of made me go, yes. And that is when you said, you know, what we'd like to do. And it reminded me of how I want to have a few friends sit down at the table and we go over one scripture. Just find one scripture, one one piece of scripture, excuse me. Like one passage? Like one passage and see where God takes each one of us and where we go with it. That would be that would be awesome. And we could do something like that on Here. a live podcast. Right? Yeah. So folks, if you would definitely just just help us out. I mean, we are so tiny that if you are like one of the 10 people listening, <laughs> uh, we look at the metadata, we look at the analytics. I do anyways because well, I geek out like that. But there's literally like 10 subscribers. So if you could help us maybe double this by sharing the podcast with somebody, it would be awesome. Yeah. And another thing that really helps us is if you do comment, uh, you know, and if even if you hate what we're talking about, you're like, Chris, you guys are so far off left field. 
Let us know what you think. Let us know. We we don't know what you think if you don't talk to us. And right. the best way for us to see what you're thinking and what you're what you're talking about or what you would love to hear us talk about yeah. or you would like to join us someday in a live podcast is yeah. by commenting to us and letting us know. Amen. Amen. All right. So one of the things I wanted to start this conversation about is in Hebrews 11. And I spoke about this the other weekend at Shiloh Fellowship here in Vancouver, Washington. Amazing, loving, oh gosh, yeah. amazing group of people. Mm-hmm. But when I was in South Africa, we went with uh, J316 Bobby and Dot Chance. They have J316 Global Rescue. And Dr. Bill Henderson invited me to go along with this crew of a, just amazing evangelists. These guys were just so incredible. But they had an overarching theme that they wanted to share with all these pastors and all these different churches throughout the week. And that message is, now faith is. And it's not that, hey, now faith is. The primary word that we were focusing on in this statement was now. Now faith is. It's the fact that faith is for now. And as they talked, you know, I heard some amazing testimonies. Have you ever heard one of those testimonies that makes you just go, oh my gosh, I have like no faith at all, you know, (laughs) where people are like talking about this monumental faith that they had and God just totally showed up and you're thinking, well, I have no faith. Right. (laughs) You know, you hear these testimonies of how people have had God move in their life. You're like, I I, I, I don't even know if I'm a Christian anymore. Oh my gosh. You know? But that's kind of how one of these messages hit me. It was the testimony that Bobby and Dot had of just their a massive amount of faith. Um, Bobby and and Dr. Bill have gone for like 35 plus years on missions all over the world. They're literally wow. like not allowed to go back into some countries. They were arrested and told not to come back. Thank you for your, you know, go away. <laughs> kind of, we don't wow. want your gospel. We don't want the gospel here. But the faith that these guys had over all these decades really made me question, what does my faith look like? Mm. Where do I get my faith? Mm-hmm. And what does it look like for my faith today, right now? And what does that faith look like moving forward? I mean, just all this, this plethora of questions just kind of hit me about what faith is. Right on. And I just really want to kind of delve into this, really dig in. We're going to start off in Hebrews 11.1, 1, which is you know the beginning of what they deem the halls of faith, where we see all the different people where they're talking about Abraham and Sarah and Noah and Moses. I mean, all these people that had faith, right? Yeah, Enoch. And, yeah. yeah. When we look at it, we look at Hebrews 11.1. 1. I want to read that for you guys. Mm-hmm. So we have Hebrews 11.1, 1, New King James Version says, now faith is... The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But I want to also look at at verse 2, which says, For by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good testimony or a testimony, right? And as Dr. Bill would always say, it's it's a testimony, not a testabalone. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And, and, you know, he's saying this in South Africa, and I'm thinking, Bill, I don't know if they see people know what baloney is. Oh, <laughs> you never know. They never, you never know. Probably did. But anyways, when we really look at this, we have to think, what is faith? 
right? Where does it come from? I mean, people say, well, I got faith. We all have faith in something, right? Yeah, I have faith the light's going to go on when I turn on the switch. Yeah, we have faith that the chairs that we're sitting in are going to support us. Mm -hmm. I've had questions of this faith. I put my key in the ignition (laughs) switch. That's where you were going. (laughs) Do you have faith that that thing's going to turn on when you you turn the key? So one of the first things I want to look at, in Hebrews 1, or Hebrews 11, 1, it says, now faith is the substance, right? Yeah. Of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen or not seen, depending on what translation you're reading it from, right? Right. So I looked up in the Greek, substance is hupotesis, which is a setting or place under, a thing put under a substructure, a foundation, or it could mean that which has foundation is firm, that which is an actual existence, uh, for example, like uh, a substance, a real being, the substantial quality, the nature of a person or a thing, and it also could mean the steadfastness of mind, firmness, courage, resolution, Um, An example is like confident and firm trust or assurance. Mm -hmm. So if we look at this, it's now faith is the substance. It's the thing that we put underneath. It's a substructure or a foundation of the things that we're hoping for. You see that? Yeah. So it's like the base building block, right? Yeah. So faith is is the substructure, it's the foundation upon which everything else is built upon. Yes, Jesus is our rock. Our faith is in Jesus. He is the foundation of all things, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it says here in in Hebrews 6, in 6.1, excuse me, therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ. So these are the basic principles of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation mm-hmm. of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. This is the foundation, the repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. And it says in Hebrews 6, or eleven six, excuse me, um, let me get back there, that by without faith, it's impossible to please him, God, right. for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and get this, that he is a rewarder of those who seek him diligently. Yeah. See, faith is is more than just, yeah, I believe. Faith is this substructure that says, not only do I believe, but I have a hope that is founded upon something. It's founded upon the word of God. And I have faith in this. I have a, a belief, which means to be completely convinced of a thing, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Yes. I just really want to go after this, and I'm not really. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you guys you are a lot. Exciting! I, I, I'm so excited because this is amazing. Let's look at this again. Now, faith is the substance, the substructure, the support, the foundation. It's the 
substance, the, the real qualifying substantial nature, the steadfastness of our mind of the things that we're hoping for, right? Yes. And it's also the evidence of things not seen. Now that sounds like a, like a, what do you, what do you call that? Like an oxymoron. It kind of doesn't make sense in a way that it's evidence of not seen. It's an evidence of things we don't see. Right. Um, okay. You know what I'm saying though? I think it kind of like, um, like the evidence of like who committed the crime. Right. We've got the fingerprints. We've we've got the shell casings. We've got the the whatever, right? Mm-hmm. The hair or the for, or the fibers, right? Of the person that committed it, but we don't know what they look like. Mm-hmm. So our faith <laughs> is this evidence. Well, we don't know what you're talking about. Well, look at my life. My life lived by faith is the evidence of the power of God in us. Yes. You know, I shared at Shiloh that this is my testimony now. I once was blind, now I see. I once was lost, and now I'm found. I once was one way, and now I'm something completely different. Thank you, Jesus. You know, uh, we just saw the um, the opening to... Uh, chosen? Of the chosen, yeah. We just saw we just saw the chosen's first two episodes of season three. That's it. And one of the things that they said was you know in the in the chosen was uh mary magdalene says you know well i was one way but now i'm completely different and the thing that happened in the middle was him yeah her life is the evidence of what happened right Mm -hmm. so our faith is the evidence of the things we don't see Mm -hmm. but that's because it has a substructure. That's because it has something that we're founded upon. It shows we've placed our trust and our faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. That his blood was enough, mm-hmm. is enough, will always be enough, Yeah. right? That he has came and that he is coming mm-hmm. and that... He's coming for a perfect bride. Yep. A clean bride. A bride that has the oil waiting for her bridegroom. Yep. These are the things that we believe in. And without this faith, it's impossible to please God. Right. If you're ever wondering, what's my purpose in life? I'm going to show it to you right here. Hebrews 11, verse 6. For without faith... It is impossible to fulfill your purpose in life, to please God. Hmm. This is our purpose in life. If you look at the scriptures, if you, if you look at the overarching story of the Bible, from the beginning in Genesis all the way through what we call the Old Testament, through the New Testament, all the way through Revelation, you will see that our purpose in life is, is to please God. You got any more to say about that? Or? Well, my brain, my yeah, my brain started going. It's like, oh yeah, okay. So our purpose in life is to please Him, and yet His purpose in life is to please us. His purpose in existence, yeah, in in our lives, in our lives, is to bring us joy. Yeah. Wow. But our life lived 
in faith brings him joy. Yes. I remember uh, the first time I did an extended fast, uh, I think I was on like days five or six and we were at the park, we were ministering and I was talking and I said, you know, I'm, I am fasting. I have abstained from all foods. I'm only drinking water, right? Mm -hmm. And it's killing my body. I had not done anything like this before. But my body was rebelling against God saying, hey, I'm hungry, feed me. And I'm saying, hey, you don't control me, God does. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that got me was by faith, I'm pleasing God by abstaining from food and forcing my body under my will to align with God. And by faith of me doing this, I'm bringing him great pleasure. And the joy of the Lord is my strength. Mm. And my strength from the joy of the Lord was to continue in my fast. Right. And by doing my fast, I was bringing him great joy. And his joy was my strength. And it gives me strength. (laughs) You see, it's like this great big circle. So his joy gave me strength to continue my fast. My fast was bringing him great joy. And it just, it drove me to the feet of the Lord. Mm Mm-hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what our faith is, because we got to remember that he, Jesus Christ, is the author and finisher of our faith. faith. Amen. So we want to start there. Now, faith is, it's a substance, it's a substructure, yeah, and it's the evidence of our things not seen. It makes me think of that scripture, and I think you have it in Romans, that it says... I believe what you're talking about is in 8.24. Of Romans, right? Of Romans, yes. For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? Yeah. See, in our, our faith is the substance of things... Hoped for. The evidence of things... Not seen. And what does it say in Romans again? For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? See, and people will say that we're crazy because we're hoping in something that we don't see. But that's what faith is. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I like that. Why do we hope for things we already see? Why do we hope for things we already have? We already have it. Yeah. if If you're hoping for something that you already see, you're hoping for things in the world. Well, you got a good point there. And we're not supposed to be of the world. We're supposed to be of the kingdom. Yes. We're part, we're, we're in the world, but we're not a part of it. Jesus actually says, come out from among them. Yeah. So if we're hoping in what we see, we're hoping in the world. Correct. But according to the word of God in Romans 8, it says, why do we hope for that which we see? Right. Oh, that brings to mind that scripture. I think it's Proverbs. Uh-huh. Proverbs thirteen twelve, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. Hope for today. <laughs> okay, let me see here. Um, hope deferred mm-hmm. makes a heart sick. Yeah. But when desire comes, it is a tree of life. Jesus says, I am the vine. Mm-hmm. You are the branches. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Apart from me, you can do nothing. 
if you abide in me and I abide in you, then mm-hmm. you will bear much fruit. Yes. Right? So what it, what is it that you see in that? My my well, I guess what popped into my head is hope deferred makes the heart sick means that, you know, if we lose hope. Uh-huh. If we lose hope, then our it, heart gets sick. And our heart gets sick. But when the desire comes, that hope, that desire picks yeah. up and it starts welling up within us and and we're the evidence of things not seen, you know, it, it's a tree of life. Exactly. And it's this life that wells up within us, I think, because as a branch that's been grafted into the tree or the vine of life, mm-hmm. we draw from the wells of Jesus. But hope deferred is not the same as now faith is the substance of things hoped for. But this deferral is where we're going to leave you with, ladies and gentlemen, because we're going to have to cut this one off right here. And we will be back next time when we're continuing to talk about now faith is. So we love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week.